Hi, welcome to Heartland Startups. In episode five, I interview Stephanie Cummings, founder of Please Assist Me. She's running this company in Nashville, Tennessee, and hoping to expand as her company grows. Stephanie talks about running a business while your spouse is getting another degree, being mission-driven to help busy professionals, and what it's like being a solopreneur in a world where everyone expects you to have a co-founder. Stephanie packs a lot of great advice and information into less than 25 minutes. I think you're going to get a lot out of this conversation. I know I did, and I really enjoyed talking with Stephanie. If you're interested in a job with Please Assist Me or hiring, you can contact Stephanie, and her contact info is at the end of the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Electric Growth. Get their new ebook, Top 10 Marketing Strategies to Grow Your Small Business Today, on their website, electricgrowth.com. Without further ado, I give you Episode 5 of Heartland Startups. Hi, and we're back with uh, Heartland Startups, Episode 5. We've got Stephanie Cummings here with Please Assist Me. Everybody, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. <laughs> glad, to ha- glad to have you on the show, Stephanie. Um, so, please assist me. Um, tell everybody what it is and, and how you got the idea for it. Yeah, so Please Assist Me is an affordable home assistant service. And basically, I was working full-time in IT healthcare. Um, I was planning the wedding, <laughs> and I was also working, uh, finishing up my MBA at night. And so just didn't have enough time to do the small things like grocery shop or I was stepping over my laundry and I just wanted to get away to kind of get control of my life. And the only other company that kind of was a comprehensive um, personal assistant service that was affordable was in New York. In Nashville, you had to hire a personal assistant and pay them by the hour, um, $30 an hour for someone to go grocery shopping for you and all those things. And so um, it was just really expensive. And so I said, well, you know, there's a lot of women in Nashville or just busy professionals that need someone to come in and help them out at an affordable price. And I kind of, it just stuck in my, in my mind. And so I decided to start Please Assist Me. Awesome. That is really cool. Um, so, I mean, you you saw the problem for yourself and were like, I need to solve this. And then, boom, business. I mean, that's that's how the best businesses come about, I think. Just the problem, solution, business. And, and that, that is really cool. Um, so, you've done, we, we talked a little bit, you, you've done a non-profit before, but this is your first time doing a for-profit business. Um, so what, what is that like, uh, being a, a first time for-profit business founder? Yeah, like you said, but I've done nonprofit before, so it was a lot easier to get donations and to get community involvement. And so our company is still focused on keeping women, keeping business, you know, busy professionals working and having them concentrate so they can succeed. Um, but it doesn't have the nonprofit focus. So it's just, you know, uh, helping people understand that it is a mission organization that we are trying to help people um, and, and just get that out that way. So it's a lot harder, I guess, to gain traction. Um, but yeah, it, it's a great venture. Um, and I, I'm excited to see what happens next. Awesome. And um, so so please assist me. Uh, you know, it's mission driven. It's, um, you know, I mean, you're you're solving a problem to make people's lives better. And I mean, that is, that's always going to be something that's going to draw people to it. 
Um, so, and, and making that why clear, that reason, you know, behind the brand uh, is, is going to be the biggest driving factor of the success of your company. And, and I think that, you know, the, it's something that's definitely needed. Um, the service like that is a, a time. Time is incredibly valuable. And, and people are, I guess, starting to realize that. But, um, yeah, I think, yeah, that this is, this is going to be a big one for you. I think so. And I even noticed uh, when I was working full time that a lot of women were starting to drop out of the workforce, not because they wanted to or because they wanted to be stay at home moms. And I have a lot of stay at home moms in my family, and I believe that that's a great calling. Um, but they did not want to be a stay at home mom. They just felt guilty being able to balance their family and their career and felt like they had to choose one or the, over the other. And, you know, there's a lot going on with, you know, pay inequality with women and just not staying in the workforce and not getting promoted like we should. And part of that's just because we can't handle all the commitments that come our way. So I kind of see our service as a benefit to women to allow them to really focus on their careers and their family and not sweat the small stuff. And so hopefully that can allow women to really succeed in corporate America. Awesome. That is, that is a great objective. <laughs> I mean, and with more and more women being in, in the workforce and climbing the ladder, if you will, higher and higher, um, something like this it will be invaluable, really. Um, and I, I'm amazed that, the, that, that there was only one, uh, that the, the competitor is just hanging out in New York. I mean, seems like you've got a wide open market. Uh, that way. How are you? So you're just in Nashville right now. Um, are there expansion plans? What's the, what, what are the next steps? Um, I guess, what, where do you see this six months from now and then uh, a year from now? Yeah, so our, our major competitor is in New York and their whole model is based on uh, a city that has a robust public transportation. So they use the subway or, you know, someone that lives in that area because there's a high concentration of people. And as you know, Nashville is more spread out than a New York is. Um, and a lot of cities don't have that robust transportation system. Uh, and so our focus is really on Nashville. Right now we're servicing the great Nashville area. So all the way down to Spring Hill, all the way up to Hendersonville, and then Nashville, Franklin, Brentwood in between. Um, we hope to expand to more cities in the Tennessee area and then eventually start reaching out to other cities that don't have that re those robust transportation centers like Charlotte and Austin and even LA uh, so hopefully we can begin touching more people um, that live in cities where you have to drive places and just can't catch a subway awesome yeah I mean um, being that this is heartland startups it's uh, it's a lot of places between New York and San Francisco that don't have that kind of uh, public transit system fully fleshed out where um, everybody's just in their cars and there's long commutes and, and it's a lot uh, to deal with. So this, this could be huge across the majority of the country, I think. Um, so you, you started out, um, you're solo entrepreneur. Um, tell us a little bit about that, what it's like running the company by yourself. Yeah, so I, I think I, I listen to a lot of startup podcasts like yours and some other ones and have listened to Y Combinator on YouTube and 
consider myself a lifelong student. And all of the advice tell you to always have a co-founder. And I just haven't stumbled upon one. I had this great idea and I wanted to you know, go to market as soon as possible and just didn't want to plug someone in that didn't fit. Because I think having the wrong co-founder is worse than being a solo founder. It can actually tear your company apart because you have someone who is invested in the company or maybe even not invested in the company who has a large equity stake and you know might not be able to work towards the same goals. And so I am totally open to having a co-founder. Um, but right now where we are, it's, you know, we I can handle it. It's hard. It's, you know, I, entrepreneurial life is really hard. You wake up, I think I was working this morning at 4 a.m. <laughs> on trying to, you know, develop our website a little bit more and so it's it's hard but I, I think that it's you know don't rush anything and things will happen in there in the timing that's right that's some that's some good advice and I, I think a lot of people don't really think about that in in the terms of cost-benefit analysis of having a co-founder can help yes but the the importance is having the right co-founder because they they a lot of people don't think hard enough about, oh man, well, if this doesn't work out, how, how would this affect the business? And it will ruin your business. Um, I've, I've been there. I've seen it. Um, I've, yeah, I mean, I started a company, flopped completely, and I, it's because I had bad co-founders. Um, and I mean, I didn't know what I was doing either, so I'm not trying to blame all, at all on them, but like, we had similar strengths, similar weaknesses, and we, you know, and it just it wasn't a good fit. And so, yes, people, it, you're spot on. That's some great advice. You also have uh, your your husband um, is getting his master's degree, uh, as we talked about, um, and he's helping, but not in the co-founder role. Um, so, how how is that and dealing with um, you know the the spouse dynamic? with you running a business, him being in school, uh, how, how is that playing itself out? Well, you know, I, I went to my husband and I, I had this idea and we both agreed that it was time for me to quit my job and to, you know, to start this business. Um, and quickly after we had another conversation where we both realized that this was our company and not my company. Um, and I guess this is more marital advice than it is business advice, but you know, it's so great and it's, you said not having a co-founder, but I have a husband that's supportive, who you know will do errands for me and just just that support um, when I'm feeling down. Or you know, entrepreneurship is a journey, and you have your really high highs and your really low lows. And he's been there to help keep me anchored. He's gone to networking events where we met you yeah. uh, with me, so he's definitely supportive and, and definitely there with me. And it's just that's so valuable to have someone that's not just there with me for life, but that's there for me for my business and all my endeavors. And that just shows his strength as a man to be able to support his woman in the dreams that she has. So. That is great. I mean, you have, you have something special there um, and, and managing those dynamics. And I think, you know, having it be our company saying that, uh, but not having to deal with the, struggles of like actually working together where it's like uh you know because that that can be that can be tough from what i hear i don't have a spouse so i wouldn't know but <laughs> it, yeah and, and we made that decision pretty early that we, i'm very i guess more type a personality and he's definitely more laid back and so he, while he does help me in like every stage of my business 
to put him as a, another founder might actually do more harm for a relationship than than benefit because you know just because we are great husband and wife and we're great partners in you know in crime and in good and we are great with working together but working together every day where i would be potentially be his boss or or someone would have to make the final call just wasn't the best fit for our relationship but for some marriages it is so i think it's just you know figuring out the dynamics of your marriage and um, making sure that you put your marriage before your business um, and then just being there and supporting each other and so i'm thankful that my husband does that yeah that's great i mean having having that rock you know in your in your marriage for for to be there for you at the end of the day no matter what that's so special and, and you know uh, you you two obviously have, have worked at that. Uh, the relationships are not just, you know, poof, magic, there it is. Um, and it is impressive. And I, and I could get that dynamic when, as you mentioned, we, we met at the networking event here at the Entrepreneur Center. Um, and I could, I could feel it. The energy was there. And, and it's, it was uh, impressive to see. So congratulations to you, props to you on your, both your marriage and, and the business. Um, it seems like things are going really well. Um, so, I mean, I, th I think this, this company you've got, it, it fits into people's daily lives very easily. I generally ask, you know, how does your company fit into people's daily lives? But it, for, for your business, it's pretty obvious. Um, but how, what is the biggest benefit that is going to make people think this is something that I need, not something that I want? So as you know, there are a lot of different convenience companies. So there are companies that will de deliver your groceries for you, and there's companies that will deliver your dry cleaning for you. Um, but having that one-stop shop, because trying to coordinate all those different apps is time in itself. So you're spending time trying to save time. And so this company allows like you to handle your groceries, your laundry, your dry cleaning, will wash your dishes for you, and will take your mail to the post office all in one app all in one order, one visit. And so we really find that we can benefit people by being that one-stop shop. And we hopefully, as we grow, we can start adding on even more services. So we're looking to potentially add on house cleaning as another service and pet walking as another service. So that way you, you can just go to Please Assist Me and we'll handle all of your needs for you. That is awesome. So a, a curated uh, like concierge take care of everything. And, and that people, yeah, I mean, because when I was in Los Angeles, I saw all of those different things, but there were isolated incident in, instances. Uh, so it was like, oh, man, if I wanted to do all of them, what a nightmare. Just like <laughs> trying to figure all that out. So I, I think this, this is, you know, please assist me. He's got a, a huge opportunity here um, and, and to, to grow and, and reach a lot of people. Uh, how are you currently reaching people? Uh, how are you getting the word out? So I find that I thought that our we, our messaging was very straightforward. Please assist me. We do these five things for you. We'll come to your house weekly. And I guess in not I think it's just not Nashville, but in general, I think it's such a an idea that's at, like people can't grasp their hands around it. That it's just helping people understand. Yes, we'll come to your house for twenty eight dollars a week, and we'll do these five things. It's just trying to get people to understand and really believe and understand that, you know, 
we will do these things for you. That's the basis of our company. And we're able to leverage just a low cost because of economies of scale and because we offer the same five services to everyone. And so I think it's just been our messaging and trying to communicate, yeah, this is revolutionary idea where we can you know, service your needs affordably. And so I, I think that that's been our biggest thing right now is just help, you know, trying to get the word out. And, you know, I find that networking events are, are very um, beneficial because I'm able to talk to people and really explain the business rather than maybe just a postcard or a Facebook ad where someone might be, not be able to totally wrap their mind around what we do. Awesome. So this is a great opportunity to, <laughs> to get the word out. Um, that's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it, it just makes sense to me, uh, and I think that once you know, once more people hear about this, they're gonna, they're going to be on board um, and getting the word out is you know priority number one right now. You say um, so you know you're running this solo solopreneur, um, and you know any, anybody who hears this is going to hear about the whole you know co-founder thing, and maybe somebody be interested and in, and hit you up, um, but what is currently keeping you awake at night what are the big challenges you're facing like as as an entrepreneur what's going through your mind right now you know in all transparency i think every entrepreneur has the same struggle when they go to sleep at night or even startup founder is how do i get more customers how do i bring in more revenue um and i could you know come up with some you know <laughs> sound good answer but really that's i think what keeps most startups that wait you know how do i get people to really embrace what my company is to really understand what we do so much that they are willing to pay for it that they are willing to invest their most valuable possession to some people is their money and so to give up their money to invest you know I say invest because you're putting your money into our services, which means you believe in us. And so I think that revenue um, and just acquiring customers and, and just getting the word out and saying, hey, we are here to help you and, you know, and, and you know, give us a chance is, I think, the one thing that keeps every entrepreneur up at night. I would uh, tend to agree. <laughs> That's very, uh, you know, very accurate. I mean, if you don't have customers, your business is not going to last for very long. So. That's, uh, that's awesome. Um, all right. What is one big trend you see coming that in the next like year or two that most people do not see right now? So I, I think it even has to do on the same line of, you know, personal assistance and one-stop shops is that I feel like our world, or at least American culture, we really value being busy. You know, if someone says, oh, I'm busy all the time, we might even equate that with success, or, you know, they must be really important because they're so busy. And so I think that, you know, a lot of people say millennials aren't, you know, doing anything, but we are. And we are always having our hand in something and we're being busy, and we view that as success. And so as the world gets busier and busier, um, people are gonna have less time to do the things, their groceries and their laundry and their dry cleaning and the services that we provide. So hopefully we are getting ahead of the curve and finding a way for people to be able to balance their busyness, um, but still have that balance at home. Uh, that is an interesting take. Um, and and I, I agree. I mean, people are, are looking to fill up their time and be, be busy, that whole mindset. Um, while it's it's interesting people talk about like working less, um, you know, and, and needing to, but then still being busier. And it's like, where, 
what, it, where's the balance? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, but the value of time is so crucial. And people are, are learning that or realizing, like, or at least starting to factor that question into their decisions. Like, okay, my time is valuable. Is this worth my time? And something that could save them a lot of time to have to, you know, go be healthier, you know, cook or, you know, um, exercise, um, any of that stuff so that they can have more time to do the things that they want to do to live better, live longer, be happier, all of those things. So, I mean, that's, that's really what you're selling. Oh my God, I just came up with a great marketing campaign for us. <laughs> um, you're selling happiness. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really great. That is an awesome observation um, that, you know, I think it's definitely a trend. How can people get in touch with you? If they are, I mean, if, they, if they're in Nashville and they want to, um, you know, pay you, how, how, do, they get, how do they get you? Get you? Like, is there, uh, you know, what's, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, so right now our website, pleaseassistme.com, you can go on there, you can um, sign up for our service, and actually we're giving away a free week, so if you want to say free week in the coupon code, um, you'll get a free week of our service, and you can sign up and even um, schedule your welcome visit, where we'll come to your home, we'll walk through with you, um, we'll kind of talk about your preferences, whether you want your pants washed and folded or washed and hung. Um, we get into those details with you. Um, so please assist me.com or if you'd rather call me, uh, our business number is 615-538-8065. Awesome. So I, I, I love it. Uh, I mean, making it very easy to get in touch with you. Um, are you looking for um, investment? Um, are you looking for employees? Is there some other stuff outside of customers that um, you are currently seeking that would help your you and your business grow? Yeah, we are definitely seeking investors, um, venture capitalists. Um, actually, I'm interviewing for employee today, so it's kind of funny that you mentioned that. Um, so we are growing, and it's exciting. And so we are looking for people that can partner with, even businesses that maybe hey, I think that we can be good partners or my service fits with your service. Um, you know, any type of par partnership to help us grow as a company and help, you know, help everyone grow in saving time is something that we're looking forward to. Very cool. I think that there are, you know, there are a lot of people out there who would be interested in that. So, um, I, you know, hopefully I can uh, get a few more listeners on here and then they'll, uh, they'll jump at the chance. Um, <laughs> And, you know, I, wanna, I want us to get together again, you know, in six months, a year. And let's see, see how many markets you're in. Let's see, you know, your, your customer account and all that stuff. And we'll keep each other accountable. Um, it means I got to keep doing this show yeah. and I got to get more listeners and uh, keep growing it. And, and you'll keep growing your business. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to sitting down with you uh, again and, um jamming out and checking, uh, checking out how, how well you've done.
well, listeners, you hear that promise. So I should be back here in six to 12 months. So <laughs> I am definitely looking forward to it. And I'm just so honored for you to even ask me to be on this show. It's so encouraging. I think when you're an entrepreneur, like I said, sometimes you have your highs and your lows and that's just being truthful. And so it's so encouraging to have someone to say, hey, let's talk about your business. Um, and let's talk about entrepreneurs all over the country um, who might not be in those big cities. And so thank you for what you do. And thank you. That, that is um, very humbling. I, I appreciate it. Um, uh, and I love sitting down and talking with entrepreneurs and you are awesome. And I knew immediately that I had to, had to talk with you uh, and people needed to hear about this. So um, thank you again so much, Stephanie, for being, being on the show. Um, hopefully the listeners got a lot out of it. I think that, you know, if they were paying attention, that they did. <laughs> so uh, thank you again so much. Thank you. All right, guys, that wraps up episode five. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to check out Please Assist Me, pleaseassistme.com. If you're in the Nashville area, get help. Get them to help you. If you're not in the Nashville area, reach out to Stephanie. See how you can help. Get it in your city. All right. Thanks a lot.